Right. So basically, today's episode is just going to be us going through some news this past week, and then also me and Bobby just talking. Just talking. You know? Just talking. That's that's a thing we do. That's what we do. That's what we do with our Talk. You know, uh, something in our throats vibrates uh, air molecules, and they go into our eardrums. It just happens like that. And we process it, and that's how that's how we talk. In science, dude. Bio one on one. All right, you can get on with your news. I don't want to. This isn't a science podcast. If it was, though, the views might go up. No, probably not. Then I'd be the second best thing uh, to Neil deGrasse Tyson, because that is equal in the entertainment industry to Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> what he is to science, Miranda Cosgrove well, is. To music. Miranda Cosgrove to music is Neil deGrasse Tyson to science. And that, I think, is a good thing on both sides. That's the magic. All right. So, first thing we got, Broadway. They just pushed it back now to next May. No. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Bum, bum, ba, bum, Because apparently 97,000 people rely on their jobs with Broadway. And now, if they open it next May, which they haven't, pro- they probably won't even do that because it's still going to be COVID. It's going to be over a year of that close. You know, I'm I'm thinking about. I have a friend who uh, worked at the House of Blues in Boston, and he's been out of work since May. And how many of the people that COVID's been affecting? I mean, entertainment industry is pretty much down right now. I got the money returned to me on my Tower of Power tickets. I was so excited to see them, and now they're like, nope. So, it's just like I don't even know what's gonna. Because I was I was just on a call earlier with someone or whatever, and she was she works as a like some publishing. Um, she looks for musicians and stuff, and she like you know yeah. she sets up their uh concerts and band, like for the bands or whatever and all that but so she was saying that like those concerts and stuff she was hearing from people that it's going to be until 2022 like not even early 2022 like it's going to be like mid it's going to be like maybe maybe july of 2022 like, like, like that's yeah. crazy dude that's going to be we're going to be what, 20- covid can go away but the restrictions probably won't for a while no. And I know that, well, I know there, she was telling me that they're trying out drive-in concerts. I've been seeing, uh, there's a, a kid who graduated with my sister, who I still have on Snapchat, and he goes to raves that are in just giant parking lots in Colorado. Um, Wait, raves like in as like, like... Yeah, like it's just there, everyone pulls up their car, opens up the back, and there's yeah. a DJ at the head of this parking lot, and it is just a giant parking lot that everyone is spaced out, and it's a parking lot rave. It's kind of like it's, it's and they they get like a hundred people there, like yeah. maybe more, maybe like a hundred cars, I guess I could say. Mm-hmm. But I it's the work. I think there's definitely a possibility of it like continue if they if it if it does well for like these concerts or whatever. He's gonna send me the video and like see what it looks like, but I think it actually might be able to work. I don't know. I saw winter. I don't know what the hell's going to happen, but I think there's just going to be an increase in live stream concerts. You never know if people, I know there's a pizzeria in town. I don't want to name any names, but they are trying to make a space. They just got a space that they're leasing out and they want to do live stream shows there. 
yeah. and get like you know professional audio and good video and multiple angles and have the band come in and play their show and maybe pay for a, a session if they recorded it um so we may see an increase in something like that people may start using twitch we may have another platform come out you never know um but um i know that billy eilish and then also um taylor swift they're both doing these uh live stream concerts that's gonna be like a pay-per-view kind of thing i'm sorry i kind of lost taylor swift after i want to say red i don't like her i don't i never i've never my friends i've a couple no i love that i love her they love her and i I don't like her. I don't like Taylor Swift. I've never found the whole craze. I've never understood it. Her whole vibe, just like. Well, you know what? Someday I'll be living in a big old city. And all you're ever going to be is mean. I can't. I just like, I, I you know what? That's I how I feel about what you've just said. My sister raised me. On Taylor Swift and Demi yeah, Lovato, I, was, I know, I know, but I think that I in old Taylor Swift, we're talking like 2010 before. She's fine, but I think once she got to start out of she got into the country phase, I just feel like her whole personality really bothered me for some reason, and I don't know why. I don't know why. It's because she kind of just said "f you" to everyone. It was Kanye's fault. Maybe Kanye's. You know what? Maybe this is Kanye's fault. This is all Kanye. Well, what is Kanye's whole, I guess, sort of perspective in life? F everybody. I'm Kanye. Like he put it right on her. Now that's her. It's like that. That's his version of COVID. That's what he spreads. He brought. He just gives people ego. You go 19. Um, I don't think Kanye will be too happy about you saying that. I know about Kanye. Kanye. I, I mean, no one just, I love Kanye. Um, I heard he's going to be on the Jorgen podcast. He's trying to get on him. He's trying to get on it. That, I might actually have to watch it. I saw something online. Someone said that the Joe Rogan podcast is the male equivalent to the Ellen DeGeneres or the Oprah Winfrey show. That is 100% correct. That was a hundred. Yep. I love your Oregon podcast, and I can one hundred percent agree with that statement. And I don't watch any of those shows, so yeah. or listen to my podcast. I try. So I'm doing one. I got inspired by him. And NPR. NPR is a big inspiration. <laughs> I haven't really watched Oprah since like 2011 or 10 or whenever she got off air. I don't really know. It's been a while. It's been a really long time, right? And she's canceled now. She's canceled? Yeah, because she's apparently doing so much crap to her employees. She's been like... Um, I really crap. thought you were going to say crack. And <laughs> I, I You'd like... It, it, it glitched, so I thought you said she was on a lot of crack, and I freaked out. That storyline, though. Oprah Winfrey on crack. On crack. Imagine the headlines. You, that's such a clickbait. You really shouldn't do that. Be a professional, Jacob. I thought higher of you. I was saying in general, it'd be a great headline. I'd click on oh, free Tesla 100 listens. Ooh. Oh, other big thing, which we were talking about before we started recording, was um, 
which I don't, I don't think you said you watched it yet, but the Bill Burr monologue on SNL. No, I have not. I didn't even know he was doing SNL. Yeah, no one didn't even. I don't follow that stuff. So it's the second week now of SNL. I didn't watch the first two episodes fully, but I saw the next day, uh, like earlier Sunday, um, that there was a lot of controversy because he was basically he was talking a lot of crap about um, women's rights. I don't even. It wasn't even like much. Like it was more like how white women feel the need to feel like oppressed or something. Like they put their foot in the door to be like the BLM movement and all this stuff. And they're all, and it was like, it was, and then he was also talking about like Pride Month and then Black History Month and all this stuff and all that. And it was like, it was funny, but also like he just, I think he was almost a little too aggressive. A little too, he was, he was Bill Burr. Yeah, but it was like, it was like times five Bill Burr. Like it was not the normal, it was like. He, was he got excited, that's exactly what it was. He got so excited and he like fucked up. Yeah. Which even like that's why like we watched it last night and like he was telling like there some of the jokes were pretty funny but I like I felt uncomfortable even like kind of like laughing at him because I was like it was the whole vibe you like listen to the audience that like, live audience there and like they were like do we laugh do we not laugh do we and I was like that's what we've come to this is what we've come to I mean the world's always been like that anything past two thousand and five I'd say my parents would say and most people's parents would say differently but what from what I've noticed anything past two thousand and five yeah. it just that's how the world's become with humor it's either you can't laugh or you or uh, you don't want to well someone's gonna get offended someone's obviously gonna get offended that's what sucks no one like I any joke. People, people can't laugh at themselves. People, that's, the that's the thing, you know. So every every joke, it doesn't have to be an offensive, like, you know, like the whatever. It could be like a very like extreme joke, but someone's gonna get offended regardless. I don't know why. People also can't live with the fact that certain people do, in fact, like fall into some of those joke stereotypes whether yeah. the joke is made about you you have to realize that well i mean something had to like someone had to have for that stereotype to become something yeah. like florida man florida man let's talk about florida man hold up this is gonna be a florida like, episode. Like, if you're just a man from florida people are gonna call you florida man but there's legitimately a florida man like that's like a thing yeah. What is what is your have you done the Florida Man challenge? It's a Florida Man challenge. Yeah, you haven't done the Florida Man challenge. This is so out of date, but I don't care. What's your birthday? Two fourteen oh two. Uh, whoa. Is it Maggie with like a story, like a Florida? What's, man? The, month, what's the month and day? It's February fourteenth. Oh. Wait, isn't that Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah. You were born on Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm pretty special. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of cool. All right, Florida man. February 14th, 2019. Florida man caught on camera licking doorbell. What the yeah. Was what was yours? Um, let me tr find mine. Man arrested after offering undercover cop a hamburger to receive something. 
There was another one about like an 85 year old man that got attacked by an alligator in a retirement community. <laughs> I felt really bad about that. Um, yeah. Eddie Van Halen died. What up? Eddie Van Halen died. Did you talk about that last week? Or did oh, that happen? I, so I recorded the podcast. Um, I think it was last Sunday, Saturday. I don't think he died Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I kind of took that away from you on news. We're also. No, taking- that was, that's fine. I, I, um, do you want to just like keep going and then. Fine. Yeah, no, this is great. Yeah. We'll, we'll find our way there. We'll make our way there. Um, we will make our way there. It's just literally, I, so that was, I think that was just huge just because I didn't, I, it was another, like, I didn't know anything about it before. I didn't know that he had like a cancer condition that would been like ongoing and stuff like that. I didn't realize that it was on his way. He was young. He wasn't even like, he was like. Yeah, he was in his sixties, but I think was in his, yeah, he was in his mid sixties, but it, it makes sense that some people just don't want to talk about it. Like they want to be, they they don't want the pity. I think that's what a lot of people feel. They don't, like they just kind of want to be in peace and yeah. with their family and enjoy the, the rest of their life being happy. Um, passed between Bowie in like 20, what was that, 2016 or 2015? And then Prince, and that was 20. That was a whole other Didn't Prince, wasn't Prince like of a religion where he, he wouldn't accept certain medications from doctors and that was why he died? I, well, I heard, I thought it was because, um, because he was on tour so much and it just completely like screwed up physically with him. He was taking pills to make him like, gets the point where he can perform still see i was told that he was sick and he refused to take pills because he was some there was some religion that he was a part of maybe i don't know i don't know know a lot about prince i just know he was a damn good artist so it just it sucks that um like we lost him helen's died it's just like it's another from that whole generation of artists however between the All the rock stars. Yes, I mean the the seventies. Oh. It's just it's it's just um in the eighties uh, and this year is But I mean Eddie Van Halen he was revolutionary. He Oh no he was, yeah. Like Sorry, I'm doing Reese's Pieces. If you could give me a second. Take your time. It's dinner time. I can hear my mom getting the dinner table ready. That's so why I'm scared. Um, yeah. I'm staying in here as long as this goes. But the thing about... But the thing about Eddie Van Halen is... Yeah. Is that... Um, from what I know, he didn't use a ton of effects, and he just kind of showed everyone the limits with his with his ability of tone tunings and just using the guitar to make such strange and unorthodox sounds that people had never heard of, and he just made it popular, and he 
I guess you could sort of say Columbus did, whether no one yeah. wanted to do it or good point. It's Columbus did. thought of it. No, no yeah, it's. I, well, I also heard that I was I was hearing something about him talk. Or it was someone talking about him because he passed away. They they're, they're talking about his brother because he, yeah, he's a fantastic musician. He's really yeah. really good, and um, I don't hear about him ever really because I didn't. Helen's like the front man or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, what? What's? Isn't the brother in Van Halen? Is it just yeah. Eddie? Eddie Van Halen's a guitarist. He's not the front man. David Lee Roth was the front man. And then, wait, what? Well, well, but I mean more so like when you think of Van Halen, what do you think of Eddie Van Halen? You think of Eddie and you think of yeah. David Lee Roth. And if yeah, you think yeah. of Sammy Hagar, you are an awful person. Oh, well, there you go. But his brother, though, no one even really talks about that much. And apparently, I didn't realize that he was a fantastic musician, like, like really good. And like he didn't really care about that whole how his brother was way more famous than he was, or you know what I mean? Like where he had a lot of the spotlight opposed to him. So I yeah. was like Mario as opposed to Luigi. It's kind of sad. That was that that kind of broke my heart thinking about that. That was good though. That was a good um I'm sure that's a good comparison. Um and then also also so that's the other thing that I would talk about for news was have you seen the TikTok so far with the Fleetwood Mac? With dreams from blowing up because okay yeah okay okay i don't have tiktok i'm never getting tiktok i hate tiktok but it's the new vine so that means there's actually has to be good memes on there so yeah. i look at tiktoks on instagram i'm one of those schmucks and yeah what the hell i don't understand that so this guy okay can i be on i'm probably not gonna send this to my mom but um on tinder every single girl yeah has their spotify hooked up to their account and i have my spotify hooked up to my account because i'm one of those guys yeah. every single girl has dreams because in, it's the, no, no, it's, it's been for months. It's like the past. No, dude, it is like it's the most because it's it's basic now. That's basic now. Like if you people will say, oh yeah, I listen to music from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what do you listen to? Oh, Dreams, Little Mac. That's the first element. That's that's it. Like that's it. That's why I I can't listen to that. I can't listen to Rivers anymore. I all I think of is these like they think they're. They think they're indie. They think they're cool, hip. See, I, I kind of made a pledge to stop listening to Fleetwood Mac because uh, personal reasons, and I it was mainly Rhiannon that I couldn't listen to. Um, yeah. Rhiannon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just I can't I can't listen to it anymore. I don't know because all. All the basic girls that are just like, oh, yo, it's it's pumpkin spice season. Time for some Fleetwood Mac. Just say, hey, it's no offense towards basic girls. It's just it's you know when you keep seeing the fact that all this wow, there's there's a, there's a little bit of an offense because like you liked Fleetwood Mac, you liked having that as your own. I liked having that in our community of. 
not necessarily popular, but people knew about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? It was and now it's becoming popular again. And I mean, Lindsey Buckingham's probably pumped about that, or yeah. Stevie Nicks, or whoever has the rights to it. But come on, they they reenacted. I think it was Lindsey who reenacted the video. Did you see the really? TikTok? The, so the TikTok was of a guy on a longboard drinking. Um, a coffee, and he dumped it on his face, and he had a pumpkin on his head. No, what? That's not the original one. No, the original no, one. That was what I saw. No, the original one is this guy on the highway, or like he's getting out of the highway in the intersection or whatever, and he's drinking cranberry juice, singing dreams on a longboard, and it's like a sunset, and it's like the coolest vibe, and it just blew up. Like everyone is recreating that, and so Lindsay recreated it too, and he got a longboard. And took some cranberry juice and was going around his driveway. Buckingham longboarding? Yeah. That is something I need to see. Bro, I have to send you this video. Can you send all of this to me? We probably shouldn't do it while we're recording this, but like, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not a good idea. No, what's the other one? It's not Lindsay Buckingham. It's, um, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's, um, oh, it's Mick. Okay, never mind. It's Mick Fleetwood. Never mind. Mick Fleetwood. So he was, so he was doing it. And that's where it got, so it literally was blowing up. Like, this was like, it got the news and all that stuff. And this guy's got like millions of subscribers now on, um, the guy, the original maker of the video or whatever. Um, but. Imagine being that guy right now. I know. TikTok famous. You suck. You would, yeah. Like. Not for long, but but for now, I mean, I he's like an older guy too. He's not like he's like a teenager. He's like he's so he's just a dude, just a dude living his, living his life. Got his cranberry juice. He's got his longboard. Got to play with Mac. It's a vibe. I'm, it's a vibe. I'm not honestly. If that was my life, yeah, I'd be fine with it. Oh, but. But my pockets would have to be full of Reese's Pieces, which which wouldn't taste good with cranberry juice. Nasty. Mm. I wouldn't be fun. All right, let's mm -hmm. talk about. So you are part of LaFringe. Yeah, uh, I should probably like give you a legitimate introduction of myself. Yeah, let's do that. Hi, I'm Bobby Norwell. Some of you may know me as Bobby Curtin, but I go by Bobby Norwell now, so you kind of got to deal with it. Uh, I am the current drummer of the band Burford. We are a jangle, shed, fuzz, punk band based out of Hull, Massachusetts. I am the frontman of La Fringe, uh, based out of uh, also in Massachusetts, and I am the former drummer of Big Stick Diplomacy, but that's not really important. Just kind of a little sprinkle. Um, but the reason I'm on here today is to talk about the single that we, or La Fringe, recently uh, released called Cheat. Uh, is a song that we wrote about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. We recorded it before quarantine and we've been kind of sitting on it and we just released it. So you can find it on Spotify, YouTube. You can even find it on TikTok, believe it or not. Um, if anyone wants to make a dance to it, it's a rock song. I don't really know how you could, but 
it's people. It's going to be linked to in the. Yeah, people have figured it out. I don't know. I'm telling you, dude, it is an awesome song. You guys literally, it sounds. But listen to it is awesome. But proceed. Oh well, just this single is going to be preceding an album that will be released later in October. Actually, in late October, around the 30th. What is it? So in 15, two weeks, 15-ish days, we think it's going to be around the 30th of October. But if that changes, you can always find us on Facebook. Uh, we're still The Fringe Official on Facebook, but you can find us at The Fringe Official on Instagram and on Spotify. Uh, Burfboard, we're going to be releasing an album somewhat soon, or not wicked soon, but I shouldn't really be talking about that. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to talk about that, but I'm not telling him that. Um, no, I don't my podcast. They get more views. Yeah, it's just it's just a podcast. No, I'm, I mean, they, they're not podcast people. Uh, Jacob, you have to realize, some of us weird band folk aren't podcast people. We're not with the times. We still read books. Books. I'm just kidding. I haven't read a book. I haven't read a book in in a, in a week. In a whole week, and so, before that, two weeks. Walk me through though. You said this song cheat. Cheat last year. So okay. My genuine scope of the fringe doesn't make any sense i don't really understand how because i was in other bands at the time that i was in the fringe okay. uh, and i actually i was still in and ended another band and then started another band all while being in the fringe um so it was, was kind of the only bands that i that i know that you're linked to are big stick and Burford, Burford. So Big Stick ended when I was when I started being in the Fringe, and oh, then sure. like I think six months into the Fringe, Burford started. Yeah. Um, because Burford started though, because I do remember I was talking about that, and I thought it was interesting to do. Although the the Fringe's first gig we did with uh, Roll Over White, I think it was before they were calling themselves Roll Over White, was. Uh, like it was like May 26, 2018 at the Sweet Hall. What did they call themselves back then? Before over or over white. I think they were still using the name Sound Street. I forgot about that. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a whole thing, but I don't really yeah. I don't really pay attention to that anymore. Yeah. But anyway, um so but, this single though. This single, um, yeah, so uh, we've actually recorded it before. We recorded it in a studio called K Studios um, in the same exact town as uh, Ultrasound Productions, which is where we went to to do the album and the recording that there is now. Um, so this song has actually it's been recorded twice. Um, this version is much better. It, but I think since we recorded it, yeah. uh, after not so long after writing it, we sort of made this basis for the song and then over the years things grew on it and certain things just changed playing it live and it shaped it into the song it is now and i think it's in its fullest 
form because we had all that time that year and a half or that year or so to grow on it and build more parts well it's, it sounds super professional like it sounds like you guys it doesn't sound like you guys are like a band releasing their first spotify song it does not like at all you know what i mean we went into a legitimate studio and spent legitimate money that we it paid off dude it's not and we it did pay off we used the money from the two years of playing out uh that we that we did before covid and um t-shirt sales and yeah, more t-shirts we have to get cds too and uh hey, I got my but, t-shirt here too. do you really still have your t-shirt yeah hey I, I gotta see if it's in the drawer i don't know if i brought it to college but I, it's literally at my house if not so <laughs> but it's i'm just like i'm so happy for you guys man because i was i was dude i've been waiting for you guys to release something on spotify the longest time to people I, have been waiting years People have, we've been talking about releasing music since the day we started, I bet. Yeah, I don't even, I don't actually know, but, but it's we, because like, yeah. when we first did K-Studios and we had four or five, we were only doing an EP and then we were going to write an album afterwards. Yeah. Um, and we actually had songs that were never going to release because yeah. <laughs> they're just not good. They were like, they were sort of rush. Like, oh, hey, let's do that. Yeah. Um, but we totally lost my train of thought. Uh, we recorded at Case Studios and we told people about it. We posted it on the Instagram. Um, and then the producer got pneumonia. He was in his 70s, so he got, he got, like, he got really sick. Yeah. Um, and it was bad so we just we couldn't go and it got to a point where he was he was so sick for so long we were like we'd like we have to drop um like the project because he just wasn't like he he survived luckily he he pulled through but he was doing bad um so yeah we worked with joe clap ultrasound projections that was ultra sound productions joseph clap <laughs> well no i i think it's it's really smart honestly you guys did wait this long because i think that i think a problem that a lot of bands have too is that because they want to release music so fast even just artists in general is that they're not going to get the full product when they finish it they're going to get a half-assed product and it's not going to be what they really envision it to be so well it's it's not necessarily in the fact of or not in the fact but in the realm of it's not in the realm of it's not what they wanted it to be, but it's not what it could have become. Uh, if you think about like Bruce Springsteen, he took 10 years to perfect his sound before he ever signed a recording contract. That's great. And think about the hits he writes. Yeah. <laughs> think about all the great songs that he's written. Not to toot my dad rock horn, but like... He's got a place in my heart. Um, I, me too, though. But that's what I think has happened with Cheat. I, um, it grew. It grew to its full potential. I think if we released it as it was back then, it wouldn't have been as good. And it would have sounded awful. No, yeah. not awful. I think it wouldn't. It wouldn't have sounded even close to this. Um, so what can we expect then for the 
other songs on the album. Are they going to have a pretty consistent sound compared to Cheat, or is it going to be? No. No? This album, this album has nine songs. It's all the songs we've written as a band um, over the past two years. And, um, well, no, not all of them, because some of them were, were not, obviously. Um, but yeah, we uh, recorded these songs. They're they're different. Some of them, I'm trying to I'm trying to think how how I won't give it away. Yeah, yeah. Some are heavier. Some are faster. Some are less popular. Um, so, but man, I'm really I like because I I think that um, the fact that that song is going to be really different that just makes it more interesting. That yeah, more interesting. And so were the majority of the songs, though, on this album then, were they all pretty much like made around the same time Cheat was or that idea was? Or is it all kind of spread out through the whole history of Fringe, the Fringe? So the first song the Fringe had was actually They Know. They Know got, I'll talk about that one because that's like, that's like my baby. I wrote that riff in eighth grade in Mike Kitterick's garage and... I used to play it on my bass all the time, and then weed whacking in my backyard after I after we had just started the or after I had just joined the Fringe because it was actually a band prior to me being in it. Um, we I just wrote it. I weren't. I just like the pieces came together. I was like, hey, so we had that, um, and then Mike wrote a song, and then. Dom and I wrote a song together. So she was like the fourth song that we wrote. And Mike wrote Mike wrote majority of it. Um, like he wrote most of the musical parts. Um, and he had some lyrics. And I wrote the lyrics on top of it. Um, so how is that dynamic then too with the band? Is it like kind of for songwriting and actually making the sound of the music, is it pretty much all like you guys bouncing off each other? Or is it like, is there a consistent... It depends. Yeah. So some song, we did have some songs where we came in and uh, it would be like one person wrote the song. Like one person wrote the song and you would add your parts or you would make a part um, or they would have already made a part for you. And you just kind of played it. And most of the time when we did that, it was a song that everyone enjoyed because everyone was just so excited about being able to play a song and calling it our own as a band. Um, but I mean, working like Mike, Pat and Dom, they're all really good musicians and they all had some really good ideas that they just came up with whether we used them or not. Um, Cause there was stuff that was brought up that we were like, Oh, it's not really what we're going for. It's not really what we play. So Obviously, we all came up with stuff like that, but these things, it was, um, these, these things, these songs, Yeah. I don't know. They're just a collection of all of our ideas. That's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause we, we had like our disagreements on who, who would take credit for what and how we would take credit for what. And we came to the agreement that it was just like, it's the French. That's, that's nice. That's, that's cool. cool. Cause I feel like that's where a lot of the drama coming in too in band is where it's where Paul is now. Well, now that I'm going into music industry class, I'm actually learning. About, like, <laughs> 
shit. Oh, you're good. You're good. I'm calling you. Um, it's a buddy of mine. One sec. I got to tell him that I'm in the middle of a podcast right now. Um, proceed. So now you're saying that now that you're in the entertainment industry. Um, now that I'm in the entertainment industry uh, class, I'm like completely understanding royalties for songwriting. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's a big deal. So it, it does make sense. Um, I mean, technically it's, it's pennies, but cause I don't know. It depends on how much. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Like the amount of money you get from streams, it's not a lot, but it's, well, it's like podcasts too. Like, I'm not making anything off Anchor. I'm not making. It's like thousands. It's literally a thousandth of a penny or some crap. So even worse than that. It's just you're, you're having fun. You're having fun. You're making even podcasts. With I'm on here with you. Yeah. No. We're, so it's what, even like with with your thing with the music though too. At least is that um, at least I think the most important thing though is just getting the name out there. That's where that's where like things will get. You know what I mean? So, do you have any radio stations at your school? This is a terrible time to ask that. Do you have any oh, radio stations? No, no, well, actually, we do. Yeah. Um, and I could definitely plug in for it. And also, my buddy Ethan and I, we have a production group, and we're trying to do live, we want to do live MTV Unplugged kind of things because of the whole oh. situation. So, well, I don't know if I can get Mike out to New York. Um, no, not anytime soon, but we mean we want to do that in the future. So, um, yeah. Because quite frankly, I don't even know where Mike is right now. Yeah, is he in college? He's in college right now, or is he home? I think he's at St. Ames or something. Some, he's doing nursing, so. Well, I saw but, that going through at least, though, too. With, um, summertime. Yeah, which is cool. So, I'm glad at least you guys got, I think it's cool that you guys got different projects going on, though, at the same time. Like, I think it's the fact that you have Burford going on while you're doing the fringe, I think it's really cool. Well, so with Mike going to college and me doing school and Pat still being in high school and Dom doing classes on top of working, um, the French hasn't been able to tour or not tour, but gig and play out. So, um, and we haven't really been playing together. Uh, me, me, Pat and Dom jammed together and we've been like, like we've all been songwriting. So we've needed bands or instrumentalists to to like help us get their our ideas down for what we want to do and um but birthboard has pretty much become the main band at this point yeah uh, well, it makes sense pick up just because birthboard like we do we do things like we played on a, a beach the other day i tell you about that on in nantasket because larkin the guitarist lives yeah on like the private part in Nantasket. Okay. So we drove my car, we loaded up my car with all the equipment and we drove to his neighbor's house, which is like three houses down, put some plywood on top. I drove to work and got cardboard, like giant 16 feet pieces of cardboard and yeah. folded them up. Um, and we carried them out onto the beach in front of his friend's house, which is right in front of the dunes, and we threw a hundred foot extension cord over the dunes and played a punk show with like work lights and a f full PA and, so how and we 
I think maybe 25 people showed up. And we had people walking by on the beach who just like were like, yo, that's really cool. And the tide was coming up and it was, you don't it was awesome. It's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's our vibe. Like we had an entire, our set, we played all of our songs oh. except for the song Burf Board because we don't ever play the song Burf Board anymore. Um, did, I, did I? Have you listened to the song Burford by Burford? No, it's been called Two Things. Yeah. White Rabbit on Brown Acid and Someone Trying to Learn the Come As You Are riff. So it's a whole, it's a whole it's a whole collage of ideas. If my guitar was in tune, I'd play it for you right now. I know the whole thing like the back of my hand. It's great. It's such an awful, amazing riff, and it doesn't make any sense to me, but I love it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we played our entire discography, which is apparently 45 minutes worth of music. <laughs> That's a great set, though. That's still so good. That is our entire discography is 45 minutes worth of music. Um, and we've been together for two years, maybe. Have you guys had any previous um, gigs in the past for Burford? I feel like I haven't heard any. Like, I haven't been like as Burford as a band, yes, we've played gigs in the past. How many have you played in the past? Like, Dude, I've just, I've just stopped counting. Like, we've, oh, we've, we play a lot. Burford. Burford plays backyard shows, garage shows. We play everything but your local bar and grill. Okay. And the post office loading dock because I still can't get that one figured out. That is that has always been my dream. I want to play the loading dock at the post office. That was what I always wanted to do. And one of these days... I'm going to rent a post office and do it. Do it during COVID. Best time to do it. You know what? Yeah, with all that mail coming in and those, out. Those voter forms. Yeah. Oh, okay. With, um, with gas station right next to it. That's awesome. No, that's cool, though. I, it's, so since COVID, though, gig-wise, has it, what's like, what is the deal? Like, Have you had to like wear... Oh, it's been complete zero. Okay. It's been, it's been zero. I haven't gigged out. Um, I The closest thing I get to do to playing out is playing drums in my studio recording class because we actually go to a studio in Somerville um, and we have to wear masks and gloves. Uh, as far as it was with... I had some fixing to do with Cheat before we released it. Um, and when I went in, I had to be masked and... Joe Clapp made a perimeter with keyboards and chairs around his mixing board. So it was his little COVID-free zone. I thought it was hilarious. Um, and, uh, it was great. And I love that he made it out of keyboards and chairs. Like, that's just... The music way to do it. Like, it's like, I put congas there, too. Just placed it like, randomly splattered into the... Yeah, no, they weren't even in a right angle. It was just splattered amongst the room and you couldn't walk between them. Yeah, I didn't even think about these recording studios then too. Yeah, it's killing everything, dude. Yeah. Like I because I was thinking um you know musical wise obviously it sucks it sucks obviously for uh like live, you know, 
if you're doing like a live concert or some shit. But like, I mean, if you're doing recording, I didn't even think about that. Like, you have to go to a studio. Recording you can do. Recording you can do because you can have small numbers of people in uh, your recording. Okay. You can have like four people at a time or yeah. five people at a time or six people at a time, however many people at a time in the small space. Yeah. But with venues, no, can't do it. Yeah. You just can't do it. It's just not <laughs> happening. Unless you're doing some like driving thing on a field, you know, it's not going to happen. I've been going, you know, Marshfield's been doing drive-in movie theaters. Dude, I've been wanting to do that for the longest time. We went and saw, me and my friends went and saw, it was Slam. Oh. And not, not all Slam, but like Slam and a bunch of other people. Kevin Tui was there. Yeah. Um, but we went and saw Dazed and Confused with Laser Floyd afterwards. Dude, that's sick. It was it was a lot of fun. Popped up though. Like, is it was it a pretty packed uh, drive-in theater, or like because everyone has anything else to do, or like is it? Yeah, there's at least a hundred people there. Wow. Yeah, they used the they couldn't do the um the fair this year, so yeah. they just did movies all year. Um, because it was the first first time in like a hundred years that they haven't done the Marshfield Fair. Dude, I didn't think about that either. I didn't even think about that. I mean, yeah. I damn, Corona also killed the C note in Hull. Um, it killed what well, was already dying, but the Cambridge Art District. Yeah. Sonia's in the Middle East is up for sale, $1.7 million or something like that. I really don't know those numbers. Like, do not quote me on any of this. How's the stab doing? Huh? How's the stab doing? Stab's fine. I haven't been in there in a while, but they they're pushing out orders. I guess I also work all day, so I don't. I'm never out and about on the town when they're open. Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering. Cause like, like I know um, Sam's, which whoever doesn't know Sam's, it's a breakfast place that mm-hmm. I used to work at. Uh-huh. Gross. Gross. <laughs> but that place, dude, I don't know what's going on with those screwed, dude. Because you can't bring anyone. I don't even know if you can bring people inside still. Uh no, Sean's working there. You can have people there. I've been I, I've been texting Sean. The day before the other day before I left to go to college, actually, I was I was Was you in there? He was in there, yeah, and he was <laughs> uh, that's funny. But I wasn't I, I've worked in that kitchen. I will never go back to that restaurant. <laughs> Wait, dude, you work in a restaurant once. Okay, dude. In the kitchen, man, stays in the kitchen. Paul Walk, that's all I have to say. Paul Walk. Paul Walk and, and Mark. I don't think people understand like that. Like, I, with restaurants, the outside is a totally different vibe than the inside. Like, in the actual kitchen, opposed to... They all intersect because the the freaking hostesses and the, and the waitresses just start getting in on us, and we're like, "Yeah, I know." And then you have Paul, and then we accidentally throw pancakes through yeah. the through the door right out onto the floor, yeah. and it Hostess almost hits somebody. They're chewing the tobacco and spitting it right into the sink, right <laughs> over over the dirty dishes. Okay. Or or you could be like Paul and just swallow it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you though, you know what? I would not trade <laughs> fingers in mouth and into the eggs. We should we really shouldn't be shitting on this place. <laughs> We're gonna single handedly take down a small <laughs> two star restaurant in Situa, Massachusetts. 
Is it really? A, oh, well, now you said the name, and now you said the location. Honestly, it probably is two-star. Lovely place, though. I love it. I don't give a shit. I think it's fantastic. I remember when he repainted it, repainted the inside, and, and like a bunch of it just wasn't done. So it just looked bad. I also remember... Oh, my God. No, this is great. I remember when Mike wanted to try and switch things up, so he started selling avocado on toast and playing smooth jazz at the bar, and people started complaining that it wasn't showing the sports game or the news, or or. Dude, that's ridiculous. He would he would watch Food Network all day. He would sit at the counter during the breakfast rush and just watch Food Network. And take you know, notes. Dude, when he when he got that place, I just like I knew. And it was then he'd be there till 10 p.m. The place closed at two. I was his home. That was where he lived. He lives in the restaurant. Yeah. He has a wife. <laughs> I can't. He has a home. That was a vibe. That was a whole vibe. Oh was- yeah, especially when Caitlin Coleman still worked there. That was so funny. I let whole involved. That whole environment was just great. I love how we're totally just kicking back right now. We're not even paying attention to this podcast. Like, <laughs> this no one just knows what's going on. No one knows what we're talking. No one. We're gone. <laughs> we're, we are. We are in our own dimension, making up and talking about whatever the heck Tate we want. Dude, I um, I just what is it like staying like if people are staying home college wise. Rachel Wyman had to come home because she was uh, she had strep, some something like that. I don't know why that's important to you, but no, you know what? I had um, I'm dude, I'm telling you here, I'm scared. Like it's like you like you cough once and you're like, what if? Like what if there's a rage? It's like you don't know. You literally. Don't. Okay, I'm gonna send you a name right now. Um, I'm scared. We thought someone got uh, COVID. The COVID? We thought someone got COVID or came into contact with COVID. Yeah. Um, open the damn text. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to... I'm just watching you right here. And you're like, so someone... Someone got COVID. No, that's uh, like that's obvious, dude. That's so. I if there was one. Yeah, person, of course, of course, it would make sense. It makes perfect sense. And since he's selling selling all those T-shirts, um, it, like people were freaking out. People were like, "Oh, oh, shit! Um, I might have bought a T-shirt from him." And uh, and I also bought a T-shirt from him, so I was yeah. like, "Oh." Crap! Like I don't know. They keep changing every single. I feel like every two weeks, there's a new thing that's changing with the damn virus. He got tested though. He's negative. That's good. Well, yeah. Well, how's normal in general? How's back um, in mass? How's it looking? People are going about their daily lives. Yeah. <laughs> what else would you expect from Norwell? Yeah, I know. I'm starting to realize that I probably shouldn't use it as a stage name. I'm telling you, I um, I'm looking at these like college football games in like the stadiums are like. You've been watching Ozzy Trapillo play. What's up? You've been watching Ozzy Trapillo play. No, <laughs> have you seen anything? I don't know. Oh, and also Drew Camesso got uh, 
drafted the Blackhawks. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Look at us. Look at our town. Look at our old town. Look at our town. We got we got a football player. We got a hockey player. We got artist over here with the music. It's pure. It's perfect. It's perfect. You know. I mean, we're making it. <laughs> we're making it all right. Oh yeah, brother. We're we're doing it. We're living the dream. Um, someone's running with crutches apparently. Uh, oh. Hmm. You seen that ghost trend? What are ghost? Like the sheets, wearing the sheets and the sunglasses. Did you see the post I put on my Instagram a little while ago? No. <laughs> me and me and my friends got all dressed up as ghosts, <laughs> and I'm thinking I want to do it, but cut out the bottom of a pumpkin and gut it out and just put a pumpkin on my head with a sheet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not for Halloween this year. What's gonna happen? Uh, I don't know, all but it's kids. hold on, hold on, no. Oh. Halloween is on a Saturday and is also on Daylight Savings Day. Oh, really? So, so at like 2 a.m., it's 1 a.m. again. <laughs> so we we gain a whole hour <laughs> on Halloween. There is an hour that is going to be gone in existence, and I'm excited for it. Left the chat. Yeah. 2 a.m. left the chat. Or 1 a.m. left the chat. Uh, and re- 1 a.m. rebooted. That's yeah. all it is. I'm ready yet. The server screwed up. Oh, God. The mic was turned off. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, what music have you listened to recently? What have you been... What do you Actually, what do you listen to when you're making music? Like, when you're with Little Fringe, do you guys listen to... Like, I don't. Huh? I don't listen to music when I make music. Really? I'm really specific about it because my ha- my ears adapt yeah. to whatever I'm listening to. So if I'm writing and I'm listening to like a, something very common and very often, then I'll, it'll start to reflect on my writing. So I need to kind of like clear my head and cleanse my head of music to write. Yeah. Yes. Like, that makes sense. Well, that does make sense. You don't want to, because I feel like then too, also there's a chance of like you replicate or trying to replicate something that you heard in not one song and it just turns out. Yeah. That's my, the best times I write. Uh, I normally like sing out parts on voice memos, but I will write music while I'm leaf blowing the driveway at work. Okay. And I wear like the foam earplugs and just chew gum and hum my parts. Yeah. And that's how I, but, um, but originally, or not originally, sorry. Currently, I'm, I'm, I've, yeah. Currently, I have a playlist. Um, today I was listening to, to Remo Drive again, which was awesome because I love Remo Drive. But in, in my car, my CD player stopped working. I was listening to Daisy Bones, and then I was listening to Crazy Frank Demos, which is my ex-girlfriend's dad's band from the high, from high school in the 90s. No one has those demos, only me. <laughs> um, but I have a playlist. Oh, 
I was listening to Neutral Milk Hotel in the airplane over the sea. Like you know that album from 1998. It's like their best album with Hall in 1990, not 1990, 1945. You should listen to it. It's a weird album, but it's pretty cool. What type of music am I listening to? Like what is it? Uh, you just need to experience it because anyone who I've known knows Neutral Milk Hotel. Neutral Milk Hotel. Neutral Milk Hotel, and it's it's that album. Okay, so a lady wearing a coconut as a face. In the airplane over the sea. As a lady with a face that's not a face, and a little boy who is a boy. Um, I do have a playlist called Simon Cowell. Was it all one yeah. I don't even know how to spell Simon Cowell, and I think I spelled it C-O-W-L. <laughs> Cowell? Look at that. It's, it's, no, it's C-O-W-E-L-L. No, it's just Cowell. <laughs> Cowell. Um, but that playlist is literally all I've been listening to for the past. Actually, I just added a song to it. Do you know Heaven by Los Lonely Boys? Are you kidding me? Dude, I love Los Lonely Boys. Uh. <laughs> they were like, that Texas rock and roll, that whole like... Texican. It's called Texican. I, I, you look it up on the Wikipedia page, it's great. It's, it's so funny though because um, my, dad and, my dad loves them. And he introduced me to them and stuff. That whole album is fantastic. Listen I've never them. listened to more than just Heaven. Really? You gotta listen to Senorita. It's like the best song in the... <laughs> wow, Jacob Selman is actually like a know-it-all on Los Lonely Boys. That's uh... They're fun bands. They're a little... You gotta watch them live too. It's sick. You are you are an interesting human being. How did I not know this about you? I've known you for. You listen to the. I don't know you like that, dude. Dude. Days is rock and roll. Texican. You look it up if you would. I'm gonna tell you which songs to listen to on the album though. I'll listen to the entire album on my own. You know I'll do that. Because I'm I'm one of those. Those people that like don't exist anymore who can just sit and listen to an entire album. Yeah, it couldn't be me. Actually, I think it depends. It depends on the album. Um, you should listen to with really good headphones. You need to listen really hard. And anybody out here on the podcast, yeah. if you have, you need to listen to this song with really good headphones or a really good speaker system, and you need to just listen to it, and you need to listen to everything, and it's gonna buy me a dog by the monkeys. It is so funny. Hook <laughs> my podcast listeners on to the weirdest music I'm telling. It's kind of. It's from the '60s, so it's not necessarily great, because it it it's basically like my girlfriend broke up with me, so I'm gonna buy a dog, because it's the same thing. <laughs> Literally the song, song, the monkeys. I I feel like I've heard the monkeys though too. Yeah, everyone knows the monkeys, but this is like weird, like B track, like tape waster, like oh hey, 
let it roll and then and we'll play a song but it has i will i will sing i will tell you the the songs that are on this playlist i'm like a bird by nelly Furtado. <laughs> wait <laughs> shut up i don't want to hear it no, we're missing uh, my guilty pleasure so i'm not even mad City of Angels by the Distillers, Bisexual by Girl World, which you should listen to because she's uh, interesting. She's a single artist, like a solo artist. Um, Bisexual by Girl World. Her, her, listen to the song Bisexual because that her voice is. I've never ever heard anything like it before, and I love it. Um, everyone tells me this is a TikTok song. But boys will be bugs. Right, by okay. Cave Town. Kid Brown. Cave Town. Okay, I don't know what that is. Oh, mess with me! I'm a big boy now, and I'm very scary. <laughs> you know, you don't know that. I don't. Uh, Proceed. Kill me, girl. By the Backseat Lovers. Okay. Your graduation by Modern Baseball. <laughs> I started listening to that in August because I was depressed and I just kind of stuck through. <laughs> but now it's just because I like the song. Um, like or Like Like by Miniature Tigers. It is, that's another one you should listen to. That is a weird song. Um, it's kind of stocky. Okay. But Emily said it was cute, so that means you'd probably like it. Alright, so Emily gave the rundown, so it's good. It passed the Emily said it was cute, so it's our friendly, so it's good. Guy, uh, for those of you who don't know Emily, if she says that something is cute, it's cool. You're good. You're fine. <laughs> uh, then I have Daydream Believer by the Monkeys and Gonna Buy Me a Dog by the Monkeys. You know Daydream Believer. Wake up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean to us? Are you? Really? Oh. That hurts my feelings. Sorry, uh, Better Than Me by The Brobecks. That's an interesting one. That's a random band song that I found. Um, I found a Fallout Boy song that is literally just about amphetamines. It's called $20 Nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a euphemism to snorting drugs. Hmm. $20 Nosebleed, right? Yeah. The lyrics are, call me Mr. Benzedrine, which is just amphetamine. That's not fun. Call me Mr. Benzedrine, but don't let the doctor in. I want to blow off steam. Yeah! Uh, and then I have Sign Sealed Delivered by Stevie Wonder. Okay. Decepticon by Le Tigre. Decepticon isn't like the uh, Transformers. Nah, nah. Get this, it's from the 90s. That sounds really cool. Um, Ooh La La by Faces. Uh, do you know that song? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. 
yeah, I don't really know that song, but it it showed up on the playlist, so it's there now. Um, and the one that actually feels weirdest to me is Oblivion by Grimes. Elon Musk's wife. Oh, I did know she was a singer. Grimes, yeah, she's Canadian. Yeah. She's one of them Canadian singers. Canadian singers are kind of weird. I feel like I don't even know any Canadian singers. I don't really know any either, but from what I know, I guess it's it. They're weird. Oh, yeah. What the hell is their Canadian? What's the Canadian? Oh no, that is cool. Grimes is cute. Well, you know what's Grimey. funny is that I feel like the Montreal music scene would be totally different from like the Toronto music scene. Well, it's because probably half their music's in French. Yeah, that's a thing. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, Canadian. What is it? Probably have like uh, what's that place? Saskatchewan. 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 Hey, you ladies know Saskatchewan, eh? Words I don't even know. I can't even pronounce those. Oh, Caesars. <laughs> you oh, got it, yeah. yeah, you know Saskatchewan. I'm sorry, I keep. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, these are great songs. I want to check them out. And if you guys listen to them on the podcast, check them out. If you listen to them better than me, is I mean, it. You can tell it kind of. A lot of these songs that I listen to are. I'm not necessarily listening to lyrically, although lyrically the songs are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but mainly, it's music and arrangement wise. Better than me is cool because they do. Um, they do first first verse, half chorus, no vocals, um, into the second verse. Yeah. And. It, I don't know. That's just something that I don't normally see. I think, they, I think they pulled it off really well. So it's something that to look forward to on that Brobeck song. I'm a weird dude, man. Hey, I like the... I mean, I got a ton of stuff to listen to now, though. Yeah, you do. Have, and uh, end, of this, end of October, um, Birth Board and Friends are going to be releasing stuff. And maybe if I finally get around to jamming with other people, um, I had some people I had to jam with and I'm going to write some music with. So maybe I'll write some more music. I'm excited then, dude. I just, I'm really, I'm, I'm pumped for you, man. I think you got a lot of stuff that's going on that could really, it seems like a lot of fun. So Yeah, I had a friend who was trying to do a, a, an acid rock album compilation project thing and didn't work out because he he tried to start it at the end of august that's that's why it didn't turn out because some of the people were leaving the country and some of the people were going halfway across the country some of the people weren't going to be in state in town and yeah because everyone was a different college yeah i wish i did that that would have been a lot of fun yeah it's okay I don't really know how to play acid rock though, and I've never really assimilated myself with it. You know, okay, no, I have something for everybody on this podcast to listen to, including you. Okay, it's what? called Alien Core. What's it called? When, Alien Core. It's a genre, specifically okay. the band Rings of Saturn. Rings of Saturn, Alien Core is the genre. Okay, what is Alien Core is the genre, but Rings of Saturn, yeah. Just listen to it. You'll find out. I'm scared, but I'll listen to it. You should be. You really... Look at the name like Alien Core. Let's go. 
I don't really know how to explain it to you. Just listen. I'm digging your posters, by the way. Thanks, brother. Um, but yeah, well, that's dope, though. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today, by the way, too. We really didn't even podcast. We just kind of talked the entire time. Like, this was really just a conversation between us. The more I think about it, the more I want my podcast to be just conversations. I mean, I'm a guy who can just kind of get lost aimlessly in conversation, if you would like to. I just like streamer consciousness. I just like that whole just whatever. You know what I mean? I. What? Before we leave, you're going to hate this. Oh, two things. One, I wrote a song for Laura. Laura who? Pasquino. Oh, oh my God. Because she was like, she was drunk one night and she texted me or called me with her, with her, fr- no, she snapped, videoed me, snapped me, whatever, or video of herself with her friend. And they were, ma- they were making a joke about how I should write a song for Laura. Um, blah, 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 blah. And then I just did it. I wrote a 26 second song about Laura. So I did that. And then two, um, I found a video. I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but I don't feel like going on my phone to get it. Um, of me on the phone with you, videoing you on the phone, agreeing to me, who was saying that if Rat no one throws down for Halloween, then Rat Trip has to go apple picking. Yeah, let's do it again. I don't know what's gonna happen this year. Let's do. It. I think uh, Rat Trap's going apple picking, guys. Pithy and all. I this is you might not want to record this. <laughs> we'll talk about this after the podcast. After uh we go out there, we'll talk more. But remind I'm writing this down then so we can talk about it more. Well, no, it has nothing to do with the rat trap thing. It was just about someone in town and me being a conniving little Hobnocker, or whatever you call it. Oh. All right, we'll wrap this up now, then, and then we'll talk after. So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, Cheat is out. Cheat is out. It is on Spotify. It is on Apple Music. Uh, those are the two main ones. I feel like if people don't have those, then I don't know where you at. Um, I don't know if it's on SoundCloud yet, and I don't know if it's on Bandcamp, but it is on TikTok too. Uh, if you guys want to make a dance to it, uh, you can also find more about the band at Le Fringe Official, L-E Fringe Official on Instagram. And you can also follow my other band, Burfboard, which is just surfboard, but with a B. Oh, yeah. And yeah, stick around on those two accounts because we're going to be releasing music, more music sometime soon. All right, so I'll drop the links then in the Instagram too for you guys to check out all the music and uh, make sure to follow F14 Productions on Instagram and then also F14 Create Podcast, which this will be released on and then also Spotify as well. Um, thank you guys for listening and next week our episode, I'm just going to release more stuff in the coming, like the, this whole week or whatever for uh, you know who's going to be on it and stuff. But uh, stay tuned and next Monday at 8 o'clock is going to be the next episode. So 